Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, and this week I am in I am an enthusiastic officer of Daybreak. Ooh. Oh, yeah. What? Watching Russian horror movies? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Doing a youth's binge. Really entertaining and kitschy. Um, yeah, my wife had us sit down and binge watch this show on Netflix called Daybreak, which was... Which was kind of fun. It's like a post-apocalyptic series crossed with Ferris Bueller, sort of. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was like, uh, what was the, I think there was a bomb that went off that kills all the adults and keeps all the kids alive. And by kids, we mean, like, high school teenagers. We never see any other. <laughs> we only see well, the high school teenagers. Um, you know. You know. And the first episode is very much, like, um, done in the style of Ferris Bueller. Like, you got the narration. You got some of the scenes lifted straight out of Ferris Bueller. And what's his name? Ferris is actually in it. What's, what's his name? Matthew Broderick? Yes, he plays he plays one of the adults that coincidentally survives. So there's like one or two oh, yeah. adults that survive. They're like most of the adults, if they're not outright killed, they're turned into like zombie like ghoulies. Um, Matthew Broderick's character survives and doesn't have to become a ghoulie, but uh, but uh, yeah, it's good. It's a good little. It's a good little 10 episode, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, Beverly Hills 90210, if an apocalypse had happened. <laughs> you know, the teenagers are living at the mall and I like the still going to school. I like the description I see here in IMDb. It's a 70-year-old high school outcast Josh searching for his missing girlfriends in the post-apocalyptic Glendale, California. He's joined yes. by others, including a pyromaniac, 12-year-old Angelica, and his former high school bully, Wesley, now turned pacifist samurai. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's very true. That about sums it up. They just neglected to mention that Josh is also from Canada. He is a Canadian. Ah. Just Josh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Check it out. If you feel like you're in a... Mad Max, Ferris Bueller kind of mood. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at the credits of the girl, Angelica, Angela, whatever her name is. I recognize that last name. I think she's like the sister of, what was her name? Natalie, some, Natalie Allen Lind, who was, um, if you watched, oh God, what was that uh, X-Men type show that came out recently? Um, Not the Brotherhood, but... <sighs> I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. The Gifted. The Gifted. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like the main female lead. She was like one of the Von Strucker twins. Gotcha. Which is gotcha. just weird that there's a TV show where the main characters are the are basically the Fenris villains from X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Von Strucker <laughs> totally. twins. It's like, what? 
Yeah, you never know who's going to get their own TV series. It's all in what agent you have, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So that is me. I was day-breaking it up and just finished the last episode minutes ago. I might have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it kind of looks interesting. And remind yeah. me, I wanted to watch the end of Gifted. I kept forgetting to watch the second season. <laughs> well, they had some like weird X-Men characters like Blink and Polaris and Thunderbird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, they did. Well, cool. Something yeah. to add on to the queue. Right on. I like it. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Because Paul is in the middle of... Deep Canada or something. Deep, Deep Canada. That's Same thing. right. Totally. He's on a mission for Department H. Yes. <laughs> I am Al, and this week I was a, guess you could say, um, it, I had a revelation thanks <laughs> to the agents of delinquents. Dopey entitled liquor imbibing nudist quelched under extremely nasty tactics, sadly. So you got me a nudist. <laughs> because, well, granted we might be a week or so off when this actually comes out, but yesterday was Halloween. And so set Saturday night, I was watching Halloween. <laughs> the original. Oh, right. Yeah, 1978, John Carpenter. Jamie Lee Curtis, right on. watching all of her friends do all the stupid stuff they did. And I realized I'm watching these teenagers like, OK, it's one thing to want to go pick up your boyfriend while you're babysitting and having the uh, person who's babysitting across the street watch the girl for a little bit. That is not the best option, but at least it wasn't a bad, you know, horrible. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. make sure the kids are safe. But her friends show up to the house drinking in the car. They open the door. You see cans falling out all over. <laughs> They go in this other person's house, dropping cans wherever they go, have sex in the be- the be- in the bedroom upstairs, and then they're like lighting up cigarettes in the bedroom after afterwards after sex cigarettes in this other well, person's you know. house. And I'm just thinking, wait a minute. So this is '78. So they're born in like 1960. You know, since they're supposed <laughs> to be like 18. Yes. And I'm thinking about the age of those people now. You know, the ones who weren't killed by Michael Myers. I'm like, no wonder people that age hate, you know, think teenagers are horrible. Look what they did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're. Teens got a teen, man. They got a teen. Because I was thinking of this one of this morning. I was listening to our sister show, Legion of Substitute Podcasters, their episode right. that came out uh, uh, the day after Halloween. And they were talking about, Michael was talking about when the kids come up to the house and say trick or treat, he says trick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And they're like, they're like, yeah, these kids, like, they don't know what to do. They're like, they're like, they're lost. And they're like, they wouldn't know about soaping up windows or egging houses as much. No. You know, it doesn't happen as much as it used to. No, they would know all about doxing. And <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. They wouldn't be doing all these horrible things these kids did in the set late 70s. I was like, no wonder they hate these teenagers. Because they're, they were monsters back then. And they just assumed everyone else is a monster, too. Absolutely. <laughs> As you get older, you're like, go, Michael. <laughs> yes. Yes. Isn't it funny? You start to uh, 
you totally start to like understand the monster's point of view. Mm -hmm. Ah, dear. And speaking of monsters. Oh, yeah, we got them. We got monsters. We We got got monsters. monsters. (laughs) We got a big old tentacle monster on our cover. Right on. That first segue. (laughs) Well done. So, Legion 93, number 54, Shadows and Light. And we got Strata and Lydia Maller and Lady Quark and FaZe on the ground. And coming out of the ground surrounding them are all these horrible giant tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. So, so it's late June 93. So, this would have come out when? Like, August? Or September, um, probably. Doesn't it go the other way? Like, if it says late June, it probably came out. Oh, never mind. I was looking to... I couldn't remember what your Tremors came out. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering if Tremors came out that year. But no, Tremors I was 1990. No. Oh, there you go. Well... Never mind. We'll call it a, an homage. <laughs> there you go. And on the cover, it tells us shadows and light. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. inside, we go to Talak 8, five minutes ago, as Strata is manhandling that uh, insane priest from the last issue. Oh, yes. Your baby-killing days are over, priest. What do you have to say for yourself now? I'm sorry, so sorry. Your hands are <laughs> washed in the blood of innocence. Don't dare to beg our pardon. Not yours, theirs. The lives of all Talakians are now forfeit. Don't you see? The children had to be sacrificed. The god of the Shadow Cave demanded it. It hungers for a champion, an agent fit to carry out its bidding, wielding its ebon power. I see. And if your imaginary god is found wanting, well, what then, old man? And all of a sudden, the people who are standing behind them uh, you know, go start screaming, aye! Because oh, out yeah. of the cave is coming out all this icky blackness. Yeah. Shadows and tentacles and goop and everyone's turning around looking at i was like what the it's like then he will not want for long he will consume us all and this is passages co-plotted and scripted by mark wade co co uh co and pencil by barry barry kitson inker john strokes colorist steve my uh, copy is a little mattson i think mattson okay Mm-hmm. Yeah, for some reason the, where the my copy I can read the the word balloons and everything, but that box is a little glitchy. Letterer Gaspar, obviously. Mm-hmm. Assistant editor Frank Pitteris and editor Dan Raspler. Yep. So the shadow start gra- the shadow things start grabbing the priest. He's like, no, not me. I tried my best, but Strata saves him. Stand back, I'll save your scrawny neck against my better judgment. <laughs> And Lady Quirk hands over the babies that she had saved, the two babies she had saved the last issue with some of the Talakians. Here, try to shield yourself from the creature. No, from me. Free yourself. And Lady Quirk blasts the whole thing with a zack. Thanks, you betcha. I will. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. He's like, he's like, what, shield myself from the monster? It's like, no, 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 from my power. <laughs> I'm going to blast the monster. You just watch yourself with me. I love Lady Quirk. She is so <laughs> much fun. I love her. She is.
Did you not think what to say, or did I can I not hear you? Oh no, you're good. All I was saying is she is. She is indeed. Oh, okay. Oh, you're just saying she is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. Uh, end of sentence. She is. Period. Although she's appeared. Where did she appear recently? Really? Yeah. In um, 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 um what was that miniseries that DC just put out? Um, There's a lot of them. Yeah, but this was like the biggie, and it's leading Sup- into another miniseries. It's, Superman um, and the Authority? No, no, before that, or during that, but Deceased? before that. No, nope. Uh, the guy who writes Flash wrote it. That penis? And... What? That, no. That penis? That no. penis too? <laughs> no. That ah. penis three, the force again? No. No. What is it? I want to say... The, uh, other history of the DC Universe? No. A good series. <laughs> um, it's got, it's got like all these Earth 2 characters in it. It's got Infinity Inc. in it. It's got the multiverse in it. It's, oh, it's like Justice League. Is that Justice League Infinite or something? I mean, or, uh, no, Justice it. League Incarnate is coming out after it. So what was this called? The uh, you all know what miniseries I'm talking about. You all know it. Everyone but me knows it. Fricky frick. Anyway, she's in that, but she's one of the bad guys. She's an oh, alternate universe quirk. Okay. I don't think she speaks. I don't think she speaks at all. But she's definitely floating around in there. Now I got to figure out what it's called. DC. Mini series Justice Incarnate. It's something that starts with an I. Infinite, but it's not infinite. It's um oh, for frickaliga liga. Justice Inc. Infinite Frontier. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's where she was appearing. She was uh, she was one of the uh, yeah, alt. oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's injustice, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very oh, good series. Good. Fun, fun, fun. But oh, check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I sold it really well. I can't remember what it is, but I'm sure it's good. <laughs> Captain Carrot's in it. I mean, you know. Oh, that's a reason to get it right there. Totally. Captain Carrot, Mary Marvel, Lady Quark. Infinity Inc. Yeah, I was thinking about waiting for digital, but maybe I'll pick up the trade. There you go. You do that. You do that. I might. Anyways, back to Talok. So FaZe is asking Lydia, (laughs) what is that thing? How should I know? Because you're the closest thing we have to a resident expert, Lydia. Tashana, force that thing back into the cave. I'm trying, (laughs) FaZe, but the more quantum energy I throw at it, the harder it fights back. And instead of just now shadow coming out of the cave, all of a sudden we have these shadow tentacles, like on the cover, coming out from all under the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crack, get a crush. <laughs> and meanwhile, Not that Lydia is much of an expert. I mean, yeah. she's like, I was like there what, as an infant. 12 months old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, half her li- yeah, she's like 12 months old, and like half her life was spent in, with Legion as an adult. Totally, so. totally. What do I know? That's right. Like, I, I know Karen. I don't know this place. Uh-huh. Exactly. 
Exactly. Meanwhile, on Asheron, we see all the robots working on something, saying splice, splice, sue, splice, sue, stitch, splice, do, stitch, splice, do, stitch, stitch. And they're working on Darius's head, and Amon is not having it. He's like, well, you get on with it. <laughs> He's an impatient fellow. Yes. And, uh, and Zena's trying to calm him down. Let them tinker, Amon. They want what we want. They want to restore Darius to full sentience. And Beertram chimes in. Evidently, they owe him a debt as well. Need I remind you how Darius sacrificed his life essence during our fight with Ignia? With his last breath, he made us swear to return him to his creators so they could rebuild him. Never have, been, have I been so eager to honor a promise. Or, you know, fill in everyone on the backstory of what's happening. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Don't get a hold, but Aman is not happy still. Don't get ahead of yourself, Dib. I'm not convinced these scuttling little techno bees really know what they're... Shh, they stopped. And one of the robots comes up. <clears throat> Ladies, gentlemen, and coons, prepare for wonderment. Power up. Verified on the count of truck. Un, new, truck. And, <laughs> and they're all staring at Dari's head. Nothing. Shh. And all of a sudden, Dari starts talking. Swear. Click, click, click. Now, remember, everyone, Darius is only ahead at this point. So his first thing he says is, hey, why is everybody so tall? Exactly. And all the robots are super excited. We did it! Yahoo! Rahoo! He's returned to us! Darius, the Deliverer, has returned! And Amon's like, welcome back to the land of the living, Darius. Seems your little friends are glad to see you. Friends? I don't recognize these creatures. Where am I, Amon? And all the robots are... <gasps> Doesn't he know who he really is? And Xena's telling the robots, none of us do. That's what brought us here. Did You did create Darius? Oh, no, 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 no. Marduk, lord of the central circle, created Darius. Marduk creates all. Fine, then let's go see this Marduk. See Marduk? <laughs> and all the robots are laughing. <laughs> That's a good one. See Marduk. Uh-huh. And on Talak 8, they're all fighting these shadow tentacles. Everyone, dig at your heels and fight. We have to protect the crowd. But Shadow lets Faze know, no need to concern ourselves with them. They've taken to the surrounding dunes. Then let's protect ourselves. I'm all for it. Suggestions? Not really. No. <laughs> this big, <laughs> we see the four of them are fighting this big, just giant now mass of black shadow and tentacles. Yeah, it's... It is huge. And Lady Quark tells Strata, Still, it's responding to your blows, thrashing like a beast in pain. And FaZe orders, Tashana, open up. Give it all you've got in one burst. And first, though, of course, Lady Quark asks uh, Lydia, Any objections to my incinerating your great shadow god? No. <laughs> then consider it dead. And she blasts, and a giant hole goes right through the shadow body. And you even see some blood coming out. Oof, well done. You blew a hole right through it. It stopped moving. It's down. But not out. Look, it's sealing itself. No, didn't Tashana's blast do anything to it? And Lady Quirk tells him, certainly. They made it very angry. <laughs> exactly. I mean, really, what more do you need? Yeah. Angry shadows. And now we jump to a third location. Cairn, downtown. So we see a couple of the Legion cop, more, more like cop officers. Outside, lifting up, you know, dealing with a body, putting it onto the uh, 
purse. Mango, like the other's chief, spine smashed, body fluids oozing from his very pores, bile erupting from his... That's enough, Jorn. Who found him? Patrolman Vic, sir. My condolences, Vic. I knew you two were... Patrolman, are you crying or laughing? <laughs> uh, a little both, sir. I mean, what happened? It's just so bizarre. Suck it up, son. i never seen anything like it either. But five Legion officers have been murdered in a most extraordinary manner. I, we, won't rest until we find out who's, beside, who's behind this crusade of terror. Yes, sir. With that in mind, Chief Horgoth, I'd like to tap into the resources of the head office with their help. Permission denied, grunt. I was a cop on this planet for years before Doc and his slicksters took over. This is my investigation. You flap your yap, that green-skinned glory hound will swoop in and cut us right out of it. Zip it. Hey. I make myself clear? <laughs> he is not wrong. Yeah, true. But now, tell me again about the giant spherical dent. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Do you remember this plotline at all? No. Okay. I will say not a word. No, I really only read like 50 and 51 originally and like one or two of the crossover annuals and then like the last three issues. Yeah, I think I think this plot line has Wade's fingerprints all over it. And I don't think I think he surprised me with it. I don't think. Well, we will see. Yeah. And now, Karen, Uptown, Brainiac 3. I don't think so. <laughs> and it is Garen Beck talk, bothering Docs. All right, all right, baby green jeans. Beck, please. <laughs> Microchip, get it? Get it? You know, as in chip off the old. That will do, Beck. <laughs> oh, come on, Vril. You gotta need him sometime. He's your own son, man. Your own flesh and blood. He's about a million times cuter than you, but still... He is his mother's charge. She will do for him as she sees fit. That is our arrangement. What becomes of him is little concern of mine. Understood? Wow, you really do care. Don't push it, Beck. Come with me. <laughs> it's time we check the Nagnia's cohorts. And they get in the ship, and the ship takes them somewhere else. And Karen, and they're landing. Those we rounded up have been saddled with power-dampening harnesses and put to work in our penal colony. Harsh punishment. Have you considered offering amnesty to those who disclose Ignea's whereabouts? It was the first thing that occurred to me. Unfortunately, Ignea somehow planned ahead for that very eventuality. Here, I'll show you. Officer, I understand Prisoner Farrell <laughs> wishes to make a confession? Yes, sir. And they bring this guy who basically looks like, you know, giant doggy. Giant yeah, yeah, yeah. Doggy or wolf. Yes. Yes. And he's there. It's like, I'll talk. I swear. Just get me out of this damn collar. I'll tell you exactly where Ignea is. She is. Ah! He burns spontaneous combustion and burns up alive. <laughs> Docs is like, as I was saying. And that is so Docs. I mean, he could have just told uh, Beck. Yeah, they they have some sort of like killer instinct inside them. And they. what? But no, he's kind of like. Pick out one of the uh, recruits just to show, <laughs> just Plus, to show yeah. him what's going to happen. Plus, I would not be surprised if he used that as like a tactic to try and get the other ones if they can ever get that stop to use the other ones uh -huh. against Ignia. Look what she did to like one, two, three, four, five. Oh wait, I had the other guy. That's right, six of you. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> I thought six was a better number than five, so I had to make sure we talked one more. <laughs> anyway, on Talak 8, the priest is still there. He's the only Talakian who's not, you know, fled. He's watching the fight. The shadow god is unleashed, and once free of the caves, he is sure to claim all Talak. Lydia Mallor is our sole hope of salvation. She alone is the power that can stem the Ebon tide of, tide of destruction. And I alone have the knowledge of what must be done. They think me a bad man. If I were, I wouldn't be so scared. Yet for Talak, I must make Lydia understand. And meanwhile, back at the fight, Faze is talking to Strata. Time to beat a strategic retreat? Unless someone comes up with another idea, and fast. Yeah. And that's when the priest comes running up. Here are my words. You must appease the shadow spirit. Again with this kook? I thought we got rid of him. We have ignored the sacred ritual. The champion to be has not yet given herself to the shadow god. Only by entering the cave can she... Aye! As one of the tentacles comes out of the ground and knocks him over. Lydia, don't listen to him. We can still beat this thing. He's insane. Don't risk your life in the word of a madman. But Lydia's thinking, brave words, foolish sentiment. It's up to me. I must choose between the dubious advice of a mad priest and certain death at the har- at the tentacles of that horrible beast. <laughs> Still, so, you know, not a great choice. Still, if there's anything I can do to save the life of my friends, then what real choice do I have? And as she starts to walk in the shadow, Lady Quirk is nearby and says, Lydia, no, come back here. That's an order. Lydia? And back at Asheron. So our... The one guy I can never name. He's the one I still can't remember his name. The flying dude. He's asking um, the robots. Do you remember? Davroth. Davroth. Okay. He's the only one I can't remember. Like all the other recruits, I got down now, but he's like just flying guy. <laughs> so Davroth's asking them. So none of you are native to this planet? Empathically not. We are all children of Mardok, the prime creator. And we get the little flashback origin. A cybergeneticist from parts unknown who saw barren Asheron as fertile ground upon which to create life. And in time, build a universe filled with his progeny. Marduk's first and greatest triumph was Darius, a cyborg crafted around the brain of a Sol-3 life form. All right, so he is from Earth. Yes. Yeah. Now, whether, whether the whole story about just being some, you know, country bumpkin is true or not, who knows, but he is from Earth. Exactly. Father and son, they labored together to make others in their image. The results range from inadequate to grotesque. Time and again, Marduk was bitterly disappointed in their progress. And we got like almost like a weird roach-looking robot yeah. human. <laughs> yes. It's really bizarre and twisted-looking. Kind of like a horror movie. And so banish his malformed creations rather than allow their presence to remind him of his failures. Fortunately, Darius is not saddled with the same vanity. To Marduk's consternation, Darius cared for the outcasts, taught them, and supervised the development of their own civilization. Still, Marduk had the last laugh. His rejects had inherited his passion for creation. And you see the robots working on their own creations or cyborgs. And my... Tablet decided to start screaming at me. <laughs> Been there many, many, many times. <laughs> yes, that's true. As well as their capacity to, in turn, exal their rejects. And you see the robot, so group of robots looking at another one going, vote out. Done. 
And so continued the cycle. Each generation begat an inferior breed, segregated by the walls and now form a vast circled city. Oh, okay. So that makes sense why the whole thing is so dark. So Marduk has his own little base in the middle, and then he kicks people out, and they build things. They're like, now we're kicking half you out, and That's they build the road around, and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. Let's just continue the insanity of you know, hating each other. Why not? <laughs> totally. totally. I'm sure there's no allegory in here whatsoever. No. Because the 90s comics were not political or had no messages at all. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They were all apolitical. Yep, and no message like that. It just was fun stories. Totally. Totally. Like science fiction has always been. No messages. Exactly. Just rocket ships and ray guns. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. The civilization Darius had engineered was collapsing. In desperation, he preached rebellion, openly challenging Marduk's methods and motives. Marduk did not appreciate the candor. And he blasted him, blasting Darius. Unwilling to destroy his firstborn, Marduk nevertheless purged Darius's brain vials and cast him from the inner circle. Our friend, our savior, was no more. In debt, each circle made a futile effort to restore him. Before reluctantly branding him irreparable and casting him into the circle beyond. And so it went. Failure provoked failure. You see the robots working on going, nothing? Nothing. Eventually, the outmost orbit sparked in Darius some memories of times past. But not enough to restore him to full sentience. And so they sent their friend on his way towards the stars from which he came, praying with what soul they had that Darius might someday return to fulfill his destiny. That someday is now, friend Darius. Say you remember us. Say you care for us. Say you will deliver us. And the head of Darius, because he's still just the head, I do not know you or recall you, but I believe in you, and I will help you. If Mardok is the unjust monster you say he is, I will fight him to my dying breath. As soon as... Well, frankly, as soon as somebody builds me some arms and legs, the robot's like, we're on it! Woohoo! You got it. Because, yeah, I mean, those are helpful. Well, you know, they are. They are mm-hmm. indeed. Not always necessary, but they can be helpful. <laughs> yes. From time to time. Yeah. And back at the fight on Talak, everyone's just standing around watching as the tentacle thing is like, something's happening. The beast, it's withdrawing the tax. So we've been spared. But what about Lydia? And inside, we see Lydia walking in this cave. Where am I? This cavern, so huge. Which path might I follow? And all of a sudden, the tentacle knocks out behind her. And she's like, so she has to go the other way. I suppose that answers that question. The tentacles are undulating, pointing, creating a rocky trail that leads where? And outside, the priest is... You know, going nuts. Look, the god is pacified. It returns to the belly of the earth. And Strato was right behind him. So you were right. Good thing for you. Uh. Now what? And Faye says, now we wait. And back inside, Lydia's walking on this path. And the pathway crumbles with each step, leaving me with little choice but to forge deeper into the darkness. Enough of this. I am no leashed animal. I will not be prodded no further. Let whoever beckons my presence come to me instead. And she just decides to stand her ground, and the ground still crumbles behind under her, so therefore she falls. Ah! Bad plan! 
No foothold. No purchase. Nothing at all. And outside, Lady Quark is yelling, we must go in after her. No. And the priest, of course, is he knows things. There's a greater purpose at hand. Each generation, a hero born of the Mallor bloodline, must be baptized in shadow. The cave accepts Lydia Mallor because her time has come. You cannot help her. Whatever dark trial she faces in there, she must face it alone. And Lydia has finally fallen to the ground. And she's getting up. She hears voices. Arise, little one. What? Arise and be judged. Oh. And we see a whole bunch of Talakians standing there facing her. You stand accused of murder, little one. The murder of the greatest shadow champion who ever lived. Larissa Maller. How do you plead? Boom, boom, boom. Next issue, the verdict. Mm-hmm. I was thinking we would have had, like, Larissa hanging out with all these dead shadow people, but maybe she'll be... Maybe she'll show up next issue. Maybe. 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 That part I don't remember. But we do have some very cool designs for these shadow champions from, like... Yeah. And some of them look like more barbarian, like they're, you know, from to make them totally. look like they're from times past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. All so of that's the shadow. Cool. Yep. It is. It is indeed. Uh, what does the letterbox say? Uh, next issue. Who has been killing the Legion officers on Cairn? And which core legionnaire is to be his next victim? Ooh. It's up to the Masked Avenger to find out. But who is the Masked Avenger? It's murder most foul when we examine the darker side of Cairn in a story that features the return of one of the most requested Legion characters ever. Be here for a very special issue of Legion 93. Huh. Huh. Nice. Who is the most requested character ever? Valor? Ugh. <laughs> we will find out next issue. I'm sure. I am sure. Oh, the letter The letter says, uh, by the time this sees print, Digital Chameleon, also known as Laburn Kinzierski, will have moved on to other projects. Oh, so Aww. we've seen the last of Laburn. Yeah, they've been on there since, book. like, the beginning, pretty much, I believe. Totally, for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Laverne was moving on to the Spectre at that point. Also edited by Dan Rassler. So, you know. You know. That's about it in the letterbox. I think there were some people wondering why. Um, or hoping that Timberwolf and FaZe would meet up since they were both kind of. Oh, that's Earth, right. Or back in time at the same time. But. Uh, they explained it as Phase is not on Earth and Timberwolf was very much on Earth for the few and then we sent him there back. and then we sent him back. That's right. That might have been that more interesting. Right. It would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Tinya would have had no memory of him, 
and one would assume he'd recognize Tenya, but yeah, and also his reaction to Lydia and Vril Dox. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, and wow, I thought your grandson could be a jerk, but damn, I owe him a <laughs> hug when I get back home. That's right. Brainy, I missed you, baby. <laughs> you are oh, awesome. Brainy. That's right. Compared to your great-grandfather, that guy is a dick. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Alrighty, well, that brings us to the end of this issue, and next issue is coming up next week. Oh, before we do that, real quick. Speaking yeah. of the sister show from before, so if they mentioned that Tumblr page, that nineplanetsicecream.tumblr.com, I'm, I forget whose page that is, where right. they're doing like a bunch of ske- Legion sketches for, you know, Inktober. Yes. Well, what if you scroll down, I'd scroll down earlier, looking at earlier, and one of them, well, it's Shadowlass, not Lydia Maller, but it's her in the cave facing like the past Shadow Champion. So it's done very much. It still looks very much like this image from the last. Oh, page. cool! Very cool. Nice. You know, it still looks I a lot to like check it. That out. And yeah, that yeah, one yeah. has and that one has Larissa, definitely. Right, 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 right. Well, they did a cup. I feel like they've done an issue or two where Shady has. Either either in the secret or well, yeah, I was gonna say either in the secret origins issue that Shadow Last got or maybe the But that would have been before Legion L E G I O N, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The only thing I remember her being from her is from her the the uh the, her is a servant of darkness from the uh, Great Darkness Saga. Right, 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 right. Although I'm checking right now because I can never remember if it's Lydia or Larissa. I think Great Darkness is, they say Lydia is the, I think. And then, yeah. That's what I think. I think it's Lydia that's mentioned in the Great Darkness saga, and then... It's one of them. Yeah, and then presumably we were going to see her growth as a powerful shadow champion here or somewhere. (laughs) If not in the pages of L-E-G-I-O-N, then somewhere else. Potentially. Potentially, before... Before the zero hours and the infinite crises and the flash yes. pointies and the <laughs> man, DC has had the uh, continuities <laughs> and the rebirth and the uh, what's right? It's like a bus. Wait five minutes, another one will show up. That's right. Totally, totally, totally. <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. That is it for this week. We will see you all next week. I hope. Yeah, so do I. No, I'm nervous. Totally. Catch you later, B Y E. K I A O R A. K I A O R A. Kio. Kia. Kia. Sportage. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I would do terrible in spelling bees. Wow.
or well, reverse spelling bees. I would do terrible doing, in reverse spelling bees. Yeah, as long as they're doing different words from different languages. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Then we know I would do terrible. <laughs>